All right, welcome to the Krug Show, call-in show, Wednesday night, Kevin the House, big day today down in Santa Clara, a chance to talk to Kyle Shanahan, go in the Niner locker room. Hello to everybody, we're brought to you by Pig and a Pickle, the best barbecue in all of Northern California, check them out in Emeryville and Corte Madera, they're open seven days a week. Uh, from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. or until they run out. Pig and a pickle, the best barbecue in all of Northern California. Also brought to you by New York-style Italian sausage. The only kind of Italian sausage I eat is New York-style Italian sausage. We're also brought to you by Marin Auto Glass. Check them out at the bottom of the screen, marinautoglass.com, 415-883-3030. And, of course, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Mojo Fantasy. Uh, Check that link in the description. Use the promo code KRUG, K-R-U-E-G, and they will match you up to your first $100. Welcome to the Wednesday night call-in show. I'm here. Kev's there. uh, I'm here in Northern California. Kev's in Central California. But not the Central California that people talk about. That's uh, flat and boring. We're talking, we're talking coastal. <laughs> Kev joins us from from uh, San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. Slow, uh, slow. And we are we are going to do the call in show. But as we always start, we we start with uh, some topics before we do the call in show. Ernesto Ron says, "Nice flag, Kev." Nice flag. Got it on Amazon. I think it was 20 bucks. Faithful to the Bay. I like go. the Faithful to the Bay little like uh, slogan. I have a sweatshirt that says Faithful on it. Do, do you? Yeah. I think you got it for me. There you go. Well, there you go. Merry Christmas. Uh, Chris Knight says, Kev's bed is a mess. Get mad at him, Larry. Well, what can I say? Uh, it's not the kid that I raised, damn it. All right. Let's, uh, let's get it rolling. Um Wait a second. We got this one from Spencer Alsey. Just remember, Krug, you're amazing with your 49ers work, but go Kings. Go Kings. We have a Sacramento Kings light the beam uh, (laughs) among us right now. So there you go. Um, All right. So let's fire away. Drop the link in the chat. You did drop the link in the chat. So are you going to drop it in the chat right now? Um, we go exactly one hour, so it's roughly eight fifteen right now. We'll cut this at nine fifteen, and um, and we hit to- we hit th- you know three to five topics off the start, and then we go to your phone calls. And uh, hope everybody had a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. And we come to you on the third of January. Chris Asorno says, "Larry, forget about the Pro Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl." And we're going to win it, baby. Oh, I'd love to hear that. And Mar- Marshall Baragan, Baragon, Baragon says, did Draymond Green play his last game as a warrior? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Hope not. Hope that's not the case. So. All right, Kev. Fire away. You, I just show up for this. Raphael 5629 says, what's up, Larry and everyone? And then he says, like and subscribe, everybody. So, yeah, like and subscribe. Hit like, and that helps the algorithm. More people find the stream. If you hit subscribe, every time we go live, you'll get a little note. If you click the notification bell, 
you'll get a little notification that we are going live. And so you don't have to miss a single one of the streams. And if you're tuning in for the first time uh, in a while, as you can see, I've got a brand new studio set up. We have renovated the studio. Um, it really looks outstanding. I'll minimize Kev here for just a second. Whoa, wait a second. Minimize myself. There we go. And right there over my right shoulder, right here, is the Krug Show podcast Christmas gift from Kev. The neon sign. Really liking the neon sign. Hope you guys like it. We got the wood backdrop now, um, which I really enjoy quite a bit. And, you know, we can switch it up. We can go colors. We, you want to talk warriors? Oh, look, we can talk warriors. Oh, oh, we can talk about the A's leaving Northern California. Oh, let's talk a little Niners. So we, we, it's versatile. We're versatile. We're mobile. We're hostile. All right, Kev. Topic number one. Big Mo Easy's already hanging in the green room. Big Mo. Big Mo's in the house, but we'll get some Big Mo in just a minute. First, we start with the topics. Kev, yeah. fire away. So the link is in the chat, FYI. It's pinned at the top of the chat, so click the link if you want to call in. But yeah, let's get this started. Today was the day that the Pro Bowl was announced. I know someone talked about how they don't want to hear about the Pro Bowl because the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. But that's today's news. And today, nine 49ers were voted to the Pro Bowl. The list is Brock Purdy, George Kittle, Kyle Huszczyk, Fred Warner, Charvarius Ward, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, and Javon Hargrave. Um, so obviously, a star-studded list, and the Niners are a star-studded team. But there are a few names that aren't on that list that I think should be. Um, I think that the two that you can make an argument for are Brandon Ayuk and Dre Greenlaw. Uh, but specifically Brandon Ayuk, who's been having a great year. Brandon Ayuk, who leads the NFL with 18.3 yards per catch on average, has a second highest PFF grade, uh, has the second highest passer rating when targeted, has the, the most first downs in the league, um, or has 59 first downs on 72 receptions, and is fourth in the NFL among receivers in EPA per play. Uh, what did you think of the pro bowlers who made it, who didn't make it? Um, and who do you think got snubbed? Well, okay. So the Niners got nine, right? And I think we were, I was looking at the list and the possibilities. I was thinking they're going to get 10 for sure. They might get 12 or 13. So in addition to those nine, Brandon, Ayuk, Eric Armstead, Aaron Banks, Jake Brendel, Oren Burks, Trey Greenlaw, Diamador Lenore, Colton McKivitz, Tabor Pepper, Debo Samuel, Mitch Wisnowski, and Chase Young were selected as alternates. Um, the, the the team's nine Pro Bowlers, uh, that's the most in the NFL and the most a team has had since nine players were selected to the 2013 Pro Bowl. Um, I mean, okay, a couple things jump out. I mean, one, obviously... Ayuk and Greenlaw got, you know, got snubbed. Um, I'll say this about Ayuk. There's a lot of big-time receivers. There's a lot of big-time receivers. I, I don't, you know, I don't understand why Dre Greenlaw, year after year after year, keeps getting snubbed. Guess how many Pro Bowls Dre Greenlaw has made in his career? It's zero, right? None. Yeah. That's ridiculous. 
I almost if I if I had had one more question today of Shanahan, I was going to ask him, but I didn't want to speak it into speak negativity into the ether. Um, I was going to say, hey, Drake Greenlaw is going to miss the Pro Bowl. Make your argument for why he's a Pro Bowler. And he would have, I'm sure, made a very compelling argument of why Dre's a pro bowler. Instead, I didn't ask that question. I kind of ran out of, uh, I asked a couple other questions today, so I didn't get that one in. I don't understand why, what does Fred Warner do that Dre Greenlaw doesn't do? Dre Greenlaw is a hard hitter. He's an intimidator. He's like the number one most important guy to the Niner run D, I think. He's a tone setter. He's an intimidator. He's a big time hitter. Uh, I don't. I don't understand why Greenlaw continually gets snubbed. And Ayuk, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of good receivers, um, but I mean, and and then I guess what does it take to be to, to go from an alternate to a Pro Bowler? Somebody's got to miss. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, that's the kind of the confusion is that this year there's no game, so it it doesn't really make. There is no game. I thought last year there was no game, but this year there was a game. It's like a flag football game, I believe. So okay. it, there's a little bit of confusion. I, I think it'd be if, um, you know, if someone were to defer because of playoffs out of the Pro Bowl. Like, you know how you know how there are certain Pro Bowl quarterbacks and then like we ended up with Tyler Huntley as the quarterback somehow of the Pro Bowl because right. Max deferred. I'm thinking that if people were to defer or I'm, I'm not sure if defer is the right word, but get out of it somehow that the alternates would then step up. Um, so I guess that's what that means. But in this case, if Fred Warner's missing, I'm sure Drake Greenlaw's also missing, you know? Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it other than um, both those guys deserved it. The other thing that, you know, I was a little surprised that, you know, so Colton McKivitz is a Pro Bowl alternate. I mean, I'm happy for Colton, and tomorrow when I walk by his locker, I'll probably do an interview with him just to talk about it. Um, I'm happy for him. But Oren Burks is a Pro Bowl alternate. Is that a special teamer? Is that on special teams? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I kind of put out a little bit of a hater tweet today because I saw, uh, I think Brad Graham put out the list of the Niners that were ranked in the top 10 for their position. In the entire 49ers offensive line, which is the 22nd worst offensive line in the NFL, was on it was in the top 10, including Colt McKivitz, who just made an alternate position, who everyone in the fan base can agree is has been a very weak link on the offensive line. So well, is that is that fan voting? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm okay. So then I also saw, I don't know if you saw this, Kev. The 49ers, the number one vote getter. Among all the fans was Brock Purdy. Yeah. And the 49ers were far and away the number one vote getting team mm-hmm. as a franchise. So what do you make of that? Um, is it just that 49er fans vote early, vote often? Um, I mean, what do you make of Brock Purdy as the as you know, as the top vote getter in the league, not Mahomes, not you know um, Tyreek Hill, not Lamar, but Brock Purdy. Does that just mean that 49er fans are have a lot of free time in their hands? I mean, <laughs> Niner, the Niners do travel better than any other team in pro football. Um, they pack the house on the road 
better than the Steelers fans, better than the Cowboys fans, better than the Packers fans. Niners fans packed the house. They turned their road games into, into virtual home games. Is it just the iconic status of the 49ers as a fandom, as a, as a franchise that is making Colton McKivitz a Pro Bowl alternate, Brock Purdy the leading vote getter, Spencer Burford I think might have been even uh, a top 10 vote getter. What, what do you give me your give me your reasoning on this? Well, I'm looking it up right now because I, I wasn't exactly sure how it worked because honestly, the Pro Bowl has been pretty much irrelevant besides just the the title of the award almost as like for years now. But the the vote is a combination of fans, coaches, and players. So I'm not sure what the split is, but I I would not be surprised at all if the Niners just absolutely demolished in the fan voting just because. I mean, you see that every game. The 49ers have fans traveling with them everywhere they go. Uh, every, it, it, the Cardinals games are home games. The Ram games are home games, you know? So I'm not sh- I'm not shocked at all that um, they got a ton of votes. They're, they're a great team. And Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy specifically getting the most votes in the NFL, it really shouldn't be a shock either. He, he's been dominating. He's been leading the league. In pa- he, he, has the most, like, he has the most stats in his favor. Um, at the quarterback position. And I think people are just voting that way. Chris Zorno says Brock Purdy's just a likable guy. Humble to the bone. It's true. Ballers in the house. What's up, baller? Long time no talk. He says Brendel wanted a Pro Bowl bad. Guy was tweeting every other day to vote. It's our fan base. We travel, we vote, we buy gear, all that. It's amazing. I mean, I'll say this. It's it's good to see. It's good to see. Um it is amazing to me, though, that Brock Purdy, who a lot of people in the media don't even think so legitimate, you know, didn't belong on the MVP list, that he gets the most votes of any player in the entire league for the Pro Bowl. I mean, he's a likable he's a likable guy. He's playing great. I, I really just think it's if you look at the offensive line, you say, oh, Trent Williams. Yeah, no doubt. You say you see Aaron Banks like, oh, uh, yeah, he's been pretty good. He's been actually, he's been really good, and then you see Brendel like okay that, that I guess that makes sense he was there he last was the pro, year yeah he was the Pro yeah. Bowl alternate last year he was there last year that makes sense and then you see Burford you're like wait Burford doesn't he lead the Niners in penalties and is being benched for Feliciano and and then it's like McKivitz McKivitz leads the team in sacks allowed and pressures allowed and has one of the, and and Burford has one of the lowest passer rating a lot or passer grades on PFF in the entire league so it, that that's just a little bit. That's where I was a little bit confused. I'm like, okay, so this has to be just fan voting because I don't think you could really look at the tape and say that that guy is better than, you know, 32 other guards or, you know. Well, I'll say this, though. A lot of guys have it in their contract that they get bonuses based on this. I don't know if um, if you've seen that at all or if there's anybody, if you know any of the contract statuses of any of the 49er players. But – um but how about that? I mean, you know, could you imagine if suddenly, you know, you know, you're Colton McKivitz and you've got Pro Bowl alternate status and you get like a fifty thousand or a hundred thousand dollar bonus? I mean, it's yeah, wow. no, it's it's great for them. I'm not I'm not saying that it should be ripped away from them. I'm just saying, uh, I don't know. Look you're just saying that. that the Niner fans are out there and yeah, yeah. But I mean, really, what I wanted to highlight is that Brandon Ayuk is having a great season. And one and is definitely one of the best. Who are the receiver. Pro Bowl receivers? 
The Pro Bowl receivers are A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, C.D. Lamb, and Puka Nakua. Okay, C.D. Lamb, I get it. Puka Nakua, I get it. Mike Evans? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that Mike Brandon Evans. Brandon Ayuk deserves it over Mike Evans. Yeah. I think I think it must be touchdowns. I think that the fa- the fan vote oh. is I I think that hmm. Mike Evans I'm mean, actually before I speak on that. How many Mike how many touchdowns does Mike Evans have? I, I think he has more. But this goes to my whole point earlier in the year when I said at the halfway point of the season when Ayuk had two touchdowns that it was a little little disappointing. Maybe the Pro Bowl voters I don't know agreed with me yeah but i'm not i'm not really agreeing with you either though because like touchdowns is just one stat you know it's too it's too hard to or it's too easy just to be like all right let's there wouldn't be a vote if it was just based on how many touchdowns you get you know uh but brandon Ayuk is just you see it he he's he's making great plays down the field he leads to he leads the nfl in yards per per reception he's he's making huge plays plays all all the time i i just personally think he deserves to be in the pro bowl by the way, uh, Calba Camiga says, congrats to Brock Purdy. Making the Pro Bowl gives him a level three PPE, which means his 2025 salary escalates from $1.1 million to to about $4.8 million. Still a bargain? Is that true? No, that can't be true. Is that uh, true? You I, think that's true? Uh, I mean, it, that probably that makes sense. If you, get a, if you make the Pro Bowl, you might get a little bonus or something. Little but bonus? I, 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 I haven't looked into that. Look at this uh, one from D Daddy. D Daddy says, The Krug Show. Hey guys, I love the channel. Today is my wife and her boyfriend's anniversary. Can I get <laughs> can I get a shout out? That makes that kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> uh shout them out. Shout them out. Well, hey, congratulations to your wife and her boyfriend. Um <laughs> but you're not her boyfriend? Uh we need we need we need an explanation there. We need uh, yeah, explanation. so Mike Evans has thirteen touchdowns, and I believe uh Ayuk's got like seven, seven. right? Yeah, seven. Yeah. So but that's not right. Is that right? Is that just is it a touchdown award? I don't know, but that is a that's a big disparity. That's almost double. Yeah. Last I checked, thirteen was almost double, seven. I went to Sac State. All right, all right, Colin. <laughs> Smart. Guy. I could I can go seven times two with the best of them. I'll tell you that. I'll do this all night long. You want eight times two, 16. You you want 10 times two, that's 20. I, I can go all night. I can go all night. All right. Uh big Vern's in the in the in the in the back room shaking his head, going, Why am I? I'm actually in the back room waiting to go on with these guys that are adding seven times two. All right, or multiplying. Here we go. Let's go three supers here. Saul Goodman's in the house. He says, Larry, live stream from the sauna. Maybe I should call it that, the sports sauna. <laughs> it kind of looks yeah. like a sauna. Yeah, a little bit. I show up with a towel, just like, hey. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? It's all it's all cloudy in here. I'm sweating. Man, I'm killing two birds with one stone, man. I like to get a good steam, a good, a good dry heat, uh, no steam, a little sauna, and uh, and do the show. As the, sing, as the show goes on, I'm just like, whew, it's getting hot in here. Um, we got this one uncomfortable for your guests. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good for the equipment either. Um, Calibol, Cali, Cali boy, 58 alternates are for opt outs and Super Bowl players. That's right. Okay. Well, Niners won't be there because they got all those guys going to the bowl. Hopefully 
Matthew Waring, wild take, but I could understand Bosa being an alternate and Greenlaw being a starter. Greenlaw has changed games. Keep up the great work, fellas. I agree with Matthew. Bosa's been good, but not not awesome. Not awesome. I think he's their sack leader. I mean, he's been pretty good. He's been good. He's been pretty good, but Greenlaw's been... Greenlaw belongs in the Pro Bowl. I mean, I think I can make an argument that Greenlaw's been every bit as good as Warner. Yeah. Well, I'm Warner's it, it is a, it's a fan vote and Warner's a household name name Greenlaw not so much. I and I I would give the edge to to Warner just in their play. What do you got against Greenlaw? Why what why, why I love Greenlaw. Next time I talk to Greenlaw, I'm going to say, "Hey, I believe in you." Kev, <laughs> not so much. He's like, yeah, I saw uh, that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, where's this Kevin kid? Get off thinking I'm nothing. Uh, Tim Donahue's cruises. Stingers up, Larry. Sac State. Bzz, bzz. All right, Kev, question number two or topic number two before we get to Big Moezy, Big Vern. Uh, people are starting. Oh, Gammon's in the back room there. I don't know. Is Gammon friend or is Gammon foe? Sometimes I'm not really 100% sure. I've seen Gammon on some of the other streams. Gets a little edgy. Kind of goes, kind of comes in my kitchen a little bit. I don't know. I don't, I, I wonder is do we have them? Do we have a traitor amongst us? How much is Gammon down with us as opposed to down with Jesse, Coach, Vish, Grant, and others? We will find out. All right. So I saw today. Topic number two. I saw today a little inter- interesting segment on uh, Copes and Tolbert on KNBR, and I'm going to share my screen. And it's what, what it is is Steve Young. Look at this. Janky says Gammon is a spy. A spy? I do, if, I see cam- if I see him with cameras, he's just here to infiltrate the back room. All right, go ahead. I'm just joking. We're, we're, we're having fun. We're, we love yeah, Gammon. You, we're just we're just we're just pulling his leg. What's topic number two, Kev? Um, okay, as I was saying, Tolbert uh, and Copes on on KMBR. Yeah, right? Tolbert and Copes went on KMBR, and basically it's Steve Young talking about the rest, and he's basically not really a fan of the rest for the extra rest for Brock Purdy. So just listen to this. Okay. Well, from a quarter, you know, I can speak from the quarterback spot. I don't like I I I don't like sitting out. It's not taking a week off. It's just I'd rather warm up, play a quarter, even a half, and be done. Like, that's the way to kind of stay with it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's any, you know, now you're going to get the next week off, so you're not going to play for three weeks. I mean, 21 days. That's just from a quarterback spot, that's a hard restart. It's, it takes a minute. It, I always said it takes a ha- every game you miss, it takes a half to kind of get fully back up to speed. And so, you know, for me – I would want to go and, you know, kind of dress up, ready to go, go through the routine, you know, be under fire. Don't want to embarrass yourself. Go out there, you know, all that pressure that you get used to. Um, I don't think you think football, the biggest mistake that people can make in football. And that's why you learn as a little kid is to go out there and just, you know, throw your jock in the, in the, in the, on the floor. Like, you know, you get yourself punched in the face. Like you have to be ready to play emotionally to play football. And so as you get to the pro game, I don't, no one, no one's just on a, uh, you know, on a, just chilling. So yeah. I think, you know, people got to, you got to go, you got to go through the routine. You got to get ready and you got to go play good football. And, and I think that you should look forward to it. I think that, you know, it stays, you stay the court, you stay in the moment, in the moment. This is a, 
this is a series of games that have set up for this to get to the spot. And it, I, in some ways, the, the time off is great, and the time off is not great. And I think anyone who thinks it's all, it's all great, it's not all great. It's great, but it's not all great. And so you got to watch out for the parts that I just described because you do not want to get into a you know divisional game against a team that has potential to throw some darts around the Eagles or the Cowboys and then start slow. And then, you know, we got beat in 87 by the, by the, uh, we talked about last time, by the Anthony Carter yeah. Vikings. They just came out and just big plays, big game. And before you know it, it's over. And you're like, well, wait a second. No, we're the number one seed, bro. What are you doing? You, you're supposed to just lay down. And it just doesn't happen. So I, I, there is fear. There should be a little fear in taking a couple weeks off. What does he know about it? No, no, I'm just joking. Uh, that's Steve Young, and I'll, I'll listen to Steve Young anytime. But I will say this. I wonder if Steve would change his mind if he knew the way the Niners are handling it. Shanahan today said that Darnold and Purdy will get all – they'll share the reps this week. So they're going to go through it kind of like they're both starting. So it's not going to be like Brock sitting out all week. He will be do, taking reps with the first team. All week. All I would say is this. I guess my only counter would be this. You got to kind of decide at the end of the day, what can you live with and what can't you live with? You know, can you live with um, a little bit of rust or what if all of a sudden he plays and uh, rolls an ankle or does or gets hurt at all? What can you live with? And I can live with a little rust over he gets hurt in a game that means nothing. Um, so I know what he's saying though. You, you know, I think Steve ought to talk to Brock before that first playoff game and just say, Hey, look, whatever you got to do to hit the ground running in the first quarter, do that because you don't, it's the playoffs. You don't have time to settle in. You don't. I mean, Shanahan learned that lesson hard last year in the NFC title game against uh, Philly when he didn't challenge, uh, one of the first plays of the game. He wanted to settle into the game. You don't get a chance sometimes to settle into the game. Sometimes your moments at the very beginning of the game. Um, so I would just say, you know, I, I, you know, Shanahan was asked this question today. What can you live with more? You know, a quarterback that's or a team that's a little rusty or a team that, you know, loses a key player by playing them in week 18. And he kind of begged out of the question, but I think it's a fair question. Um, and, um, I, I could live more with the rust than with the injury. And it's a long year. And I just think that, you know, if, if there weren't, if they weren't practicing, that'd be one thing, but I think he should be able to keep his rhythm in practice. Um, I understand there's no perfect scenario here, but um, I'm happy with, I, I'm, I'm, I, if you ask me, I can have it either way. Brock either plays a quarter or Brock sits. I'll choose Brock sits. I want to make sure that Brock is there in the playoffs. And the only way to guarantee he's there in the playoffs is if um, he doesn't play in the playoff and he doesn't play in week 18. If he plays in week 18 and gets hurt, there's a chance he doesn't make the playoffs. If he's not in the playoffs, the odds of the Niners winning the Super Bowl in Vegas drop dramatically. So I hear what Steve's saying, and Steve knows way more about this than I do. And I know he can draw from personal experience, but, um, I wonder if he would change his thought if he knew that Shanahan's plan was to share the first team reps, Darnold and Purdy this week, or if that's not what he's talking about. And he's talking about live bullets 
against the Rams and, and maintaining your sharpness via those live bullets. But okay. Question topic number three, before we go to the calls. Yeah. Just a quick topic here. Uh, obviously the Niners are playing the Rams. Sam Darnold's playing quarterback. Then Rams announced that uh, Carson Wentz will be playing quarterback. Uh, but the Rams are also sitting Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Tyler Higby, Ernest Jones, and Joe Noteboom. So that's a considerable number of people that the or players that the Rams are going to be sitting. Uh, what is your initial take on the game? I like the Niners to win the game anyway. I think the Niners have quality depth. I think uh, I think I think they're going to win the game either way. Uh, but now knowing it kind of makes me wonder if the Rams are trying to duck the Lions and would rather play the Cowboys. If the Rams lose that game, don't they get the Cowboys? I believe so. Uh, I don't, so yeah, I'm starting to wonder if they'd rather have the Cowboys than the Lions. And I'd rather play the Cowboys than the Lions, but that's the Niners. The Cowboys already beat the Rams earlier this year. So I'm not sure. That, that's my only read on that is that. The Rams, or maybe the maybe McVeigh feels like the rest means an awful lot. This is a guy who is not worried about. I'll say this for McVeigh: he's consistent. He doesn't play his good players at all in the preseason. So if you're not going to play your good players at all in the preseason, you're basically saying, "I don't care about rust. I think I've got to get my money on the field, and I want all my best players out there when it matters most." That's the way he handles the preseason. So uh, to me, it's very consistent for him to do this in this game. But it also makes me wonder if they'd rather play uh, rather play Dallas than Detroit. I bet you they would. Yeah, it's definitely possible. But it is interesting to see how, I mean, it's different situations. I mean, you, you asked Kyle the question um, about why he can't or why he has to explain to players why they can't sit, but the Niners are in a really peculiar situation where they don't have a lot of options to, you know, they can't they can't rest that many players, right? Right. I mean, this is not the pre this is not preseason game number four or number three, where you can you got 90 man roster and you can say, hey, starters, go sit down. You only can pull two guys off your practice squad. Other than that, you got to put guys on waivers. You're not putting guys on waivers. So it's really just going to be the hurt players aren't going to play. And then you got a couple guys from the practice squad that you're going to call up. My guess is it sounds like with the injury to Tayshawn Gibson and the injury to Jair Brown, that maybe Eric Harris, who I talked to today, and maybe Taylor Hawkins, a couple of the safeties, maybe I could see them called off the practice squad uh, this week. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, but that would be my read on it. Um, the Niners practice squad consist of this is the practice squad right now alfredo gutierrez offensive lineman Corey luciano offensive lineman i would say no no curtis robinson maybe yes because if you want i'd want to sit greenlaw eric harris maybe yes because of what i just described willie sneed maybe yes uh jason verrett maybe yes ty davis price no tay martin maybe yes uh, because he could play wide receiver and you could save Debo and Ayuk. Taylor Hawkins, maybe yes. T.Y. McGill, maybe yes. Um, Alex Barrett, possibly. It's hard to say, but those would be the those would be the candidates. Curtis Robinson, Eric Harris, Willie Sneed, Jason Verrett, Tay Martin, Taylor Hawkins, T.Y. McGill, Alex Barrett. 
I think of of those guys, two of them can be pulled off the practice squad. Yeah. So with all that being see. said, the Niners are still four and a half point favorites currently against the Rams. Should we take some calls? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time for Big Mo Easy. Yo, what's up? I'm inside the house. Look at Yo. that. Patio no more. Big Mo Patio Easy no is in more, the inside. Baby. Patio no more, man. I've been I've been, uh, been promoted off the patio like a dog and let back in the house, man. Yeah. <laughs> Too cold on the patio tonight, Big Mo? No, actually, you know what, man? I got a uh, room that I'm actually setting up in my, uh, in my new place. So, uh, I yeah, like man, I, got, I got some cool, sh- I got some cool shit coming, man. It's gonna yeah, be. Yeah. Well, I already like. I'm already seeing some multiple Niner hats going there. Oh yeah, man! I can't wait to get them up on the wall, man. It's gonna be awesome. Sweet man. So, what's your thought? What do you want to get into? Well, first off, man, I want to say Happy New Year to you guys, man. Happy New Year, Ken. Happy, Happy New Year, Larry. Happy New Year, everybody in the stream. What's going on, guys? Happy, Happy New Year, New to, Year to you, Big Mo. Um, we wish you nothing but great success and good health in 2024. Uh, it, I, it, uh, you know, I've been laughing at some of the uh, some of the uh, stuff I've seen on social media about January 2nd at the gym. You know, people who work out of gyms and you go in. Have you seen those? Those where people are doing all these exercises wrong and the places are like 10 times more packed than it usually is. I used yeah. to work at a gym and I can tell you firsthand the people, there's so many people that come in and sign up on January 2nd. It's like you, you could charge them like three times as much and they would still pay. <laughs> yeah. And they locked into that contract for a year and they only use it for the first uh, maybe 27 days. <laughs> oh, if that, if that. If that they 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 show up for like three four days and then it's like hey uh, maybe three weeks later maybe you see him a couple more times and then that's it. So Big Mo, how you feeling about the Niners in the playoff run? Man, what you mean how I'm feeling, bro? I'm a diehard Niner fan, baby. I'm feeling fantastic. You know what I'm saying? We got the number one seed like we achieved, but let's be real, okay? This is we gonna cut to the chase though. We got no excuses now, boys. We got no excuses. This is what they wanted. This is what they wanted. This is what they talked about all season, that the number one seed was going to be, you know, a priority. They achieved that goal. And now we ain't got no excuses, man. We got to go through. We got to do the work. And I think we're going to do it, man, especially because we're going to come out healthy. Now, everybody's worried about this rust thing. Okay, you know what? I'm not worried about the rust thing. I I prefer the rest over the rust, honestly. And I believe that, especially because we have older vets, like I was saying the last time I was on, you know, we need that rest. Because if you really look at it, man, every time this year we had the rest, man, we come out firing, baby. Bang, 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 not a gang. I want to see. I want to see Dre Greenlaw rested. If exactly. you get, if you give the Niners a rested Dre Greenlaw, I don't think they can. I don't think anybody can beat him. Greenlaw it would be a major guy for me to rest. Um, even if he suits up in this game. Man, I would activate another linebacker and I would take him off the field after a quarter and see if you can rest him up. Um, if you get a healthy, rested Greenlaw and Warner, I'll take my chances. All day. All day. Like I said, man, these boys are going to be ready to come out hitting. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest, man. Like, especially with the injuries that we acquired with the Ravens game, this is perfect for us, man. Philly choking. Bro, that's perfect. For How me. awesome was that? You know How awesome was Philly's gag job? And really at home against Arizona? Arizona? How about the Eagles just falling off a cliff? 
Bro. after playing the 49ers. Right down that cliff, baby. I love it. But here's he, he, one thing I was I was I was walking around with my 14-year-old today, and he's like, Dad, who do you fear more? Uh, what teams in the NFC do you fear m- most? And he's like, I fear uh Dallas and the Rams. I said, you know, as much as I as much as I, you know, don't love the Rams with their you know, with the weapons they have and Dallas is explosive. I still fear Philly and Detroit more than Dallas and the Rams. So my best friend is a Lions fan, right? Okay. And, and I had Lions money line against Dallas. Man, I would have hit for like 500 bucks, baby. I was like, come on, let's go. But I'm glad as a Niner fan that game went, went the way it did. Uh, my pocket, not so much, but hey, it's all right, bro, because you know what? I put the Niners above everything, baby. Look, look, I got it on my that, chest right here. I got on my hat right here. Let's go, man. That, the, the Lions did get screwed. But they I did. will say this. Um, Dan Campbell, what are you going for a two-point conversion three times? By the third time, it was like, dude, kick the freaking extra point and go to overtime. Wait. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're. It's not like it's like a foregone. The, the Lion defense have been doing a nice job. I, you know, it's not like some foregone conclusion that, that you couldn't stop them in overtime. I, I thought that was hyper. It wasn't just hyper aggressive. It seemed almost recklessly aggressive. It was like negligent at some point. It, going for it from seven yards back is just like what? Like what? Oh yeah, trust me. As far as Penagos, like I said, when my best friend, my my adopted brother, is a Lions fan. You know what I mean? And me and him were watching a game together. And when they went for the two, you know, they got it. It was like, oh, no flag, call it back. When they were going for it again, I was like, bro, what the fuck are they doing, man? Like, are you serious right now? Kick that field goal and push it into overtime. And then, you know, they get the penalty. And then they go for it again. And I'm just like, bro, like, this is nonstop right here. Like, I, you, I, I, I agree with like you on how, the reckless. I agree with you on the reckless. I didn't like how late that call was. That was a bad look for the NFL, too. And then you see the footage of the lineman walking over to the official. It's like, what's he supposed to do? Grab the guy around the neck? I mean, it was like, it was weird. It was just, that was a really, really, really dubious call, especially with Jimmy Johnson going into, you know, the Cowboy Ring of Honor. It just, it, it seemed like a little home cook. And I, I felt like we, I was watching like high school basketball in a gym, you know, where the, if where like one of the refs is like teaches English at one of the schools, you know, it's like, it was weird. It was just weird. It was, I just felt like the Cowboys, I felt like the lions got robbed there, but whatever. Well, I'm going to say um, this living in Las Vegas, you already know talk of the town is a, hey, all the games are fixed. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and it's like, when you see stuff like that, though, see, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not anything like that, man. But when, as a football fan, when you see stuff like that, it's like, whoa, man, what, man? You know what I mean? It's like that. that's the kind of stuff people are talking about that pushes those theories. You know what I mean? No question. Tim Donahue's crew weighs in. He says, crew, you have to remember the Rams might, might, might not be ducking the Lions. They may just be creating a bye week for their star players. No, it's possible. I mean, heck, if there's anybody that believes in rest over rust, it's it's Sean McVay. And at least, as I said, at least it's uh, at least he's consistent, right? He, the so same I thing. That, for you. I yeah, got go something for you real quick. So, yeah. why would they want to avoid the Lions when McVay knows God? You know what I'm saying? He knows all his tendencies. He knows all of that. You know what I mean? So it kind of plays into that too, because you know that defense went against them all those years. 
You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if I really buy the theory that they're really trying to duck him. You know what I mean? Detroit's because like, no, they, they, Detroit's, do know, they do know the they do know. I know, I know he knows golf, but Detroit's no joke. Oh no, they know Joe. on Raw. He's an awesome number one receiver. They got Laporta. I think Laporta looks like he's playing as well as any tight end in pro football right now. They got two running backs. They got maybe the best offensive line going. They got Aiden Hutchinson up front. Aren't they getting uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson back? Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I just figured I might throw that out there. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I thought that I was having. You know, maybe to. You know. Big Mo will give you a final thought before we jump from Big Mo Easy to Big Vern. Hey, the only final thought I got, man, is, bro, I hope everybody has a blessed and happy new year, man. We're going to start it off right. Niners going to get this Super Bowl, man. We're going to start it off extra right. You know what I'm saying? And last but not least, man, picking a pickle, baby. But, hey, Larry, real quick. Yes, yes. Bro, if the Niners go to the Super Bowl, are you and Kev coming out to Vegas? Ooh. Maybe. Because if you and Kev are coming out to Vegas, I man, I'm taking you all out. I'm taking think, you all out, man. We got to oh. go out. We're going to have a dinner. We're going to have some where, drinks. Where, if, okay, so it's Vegas, right? So there's no shortage of places. Just tease it. Te- you know, tease us a little bit. If we were coming to Vegas and we said, Big Mo Easy, we're hanging with you, where do you think we're going? Are we? Are, is there a particular spot you'd want to take us? Okay, so check this out. Let me ask you something. What are you? What are you guys into? You guys like steaks? You guys like? I mean, everybody oh, likes steaks. Yeah. We all, you know come I mean? on. I mean, we're you know we're just like everybody else. We we like steaks. We like drink. We like uh, you know we like uh, you know maybe a maybe a, a country. What, what's it called with the bone and you get the steak right on the bone? Oh yeah, you know the bone yeah. in tea oh, house, the bone in pie, the, the bone in yeah the yeah, bone yeah. in we, all that baby yeah, yeah we no, can go with the. That we could go with a big steak, and then we want some, you know, we want some drinks. We want a, we want a killer club that you know Kev can dance at, and you and I can hang out in the corner and just listen. You know, don't worry about the killer club, Kev. Part, bro. We got that handle. We got steaks, and Ooh. we got strippers in the same building, bro. That's big. Well, get out of here. Hey, See, but let Kev, me just say this: Kev would be in trouble if he gets if, if if there's strippers involved. Kev would be in trouble. Uh, you and you I, wouldn't? we we can we can be fine. We can be fine. You know, let me just say we're, we're versatile. We're versatile. Our, our ladies understand us. If you guys make it out here, though, please, bro, I, I want to get in touch with you guys, man. I would love to take you guys out, man. Have a good night's dinner, man. Have some drinks. You know, Dude, just that, have a good time. I promise you this: if the Niners go to Vegas and we decide to make the road trip, which we may. Um, and we may go for the week and then come back and then watch the game at home. You know, we may go to Vegas and then just, just for the party and, and oh, then yeah, maybe turn around. And, so if we do that big Mo, we will definitely let you know, and we will hook up. Hey, and anybody else in this stream, bro, if you in Vegas, bro, hit a big Mo, baby, we're going to go party it up, man. Vegas down. Picking a pickle, baby. I love Pick you guys. A pickle. Big Mo easy. All right, Bo. Big Mo, good to see you, man. Much love. Dude, how great would that be? How great would Vegas be, Kevin? I've never been to Vegas. Never? Oh, never. my God. You know a man who's been to Vegas a lot? Big Vern. No, I don't know. Big Vern, have you been to <laughs> Vegas? Uh, yeah, I actually lived in Vegas for about six years when I was growing up, and I uh, went ah. back and visited quite a bit. So Nice. Where are you calling from tonight? Uh, I'm in the Anchorage Airport right now, Anchorage, Alaska. Anchorage, oh, Alaska. Wow. Look at you. I didn't yep. know we were big in Alaska. We said the so, Niners were well, were well traveled. 
Our our Krug show fans are well traveled. Are you are you yeah. stopping over on your way to Greenland? I mean, where where exactly are you going? No, um, I work in Alaska. I work on the North Slope in the oil fields. So, wow. I fly I fly to Alaska every three weeks. From from Texas. What part of Texas? I live in Corpus Christi. Oh, okay. I've been to Corpus Christi. Um, so gosh, man, corporate man, that's an interesting lifestyle. So you're in Corpus Christi, yep. you live in, in Corpus Christi, and then you work in Anchorage. And I, I actually work on the north slope of Alaska, so all the way at the very top. So wow. what's the, the is it is it like are we at the time of year where it's like dark twenty four hours a day, or are we what's it like in Alaska right now? Well, in Anchorage it's not, but on the north slope it pretty much is, yeah. So it's dark all the time? Yeah, pretty much all the time, yeah. Wow. So how long have you been yeah. doing the oil biz? Uh, I've been about nine years, coming on my 10th year now. So I've been flying back and forth every three weeks for nine years. So. Wow. Well, hey, man, yeah. we appreciate you supporting the channel. Uh, is you just stumble on it today or or you've been no. watching for a while? I've been watching you guys since since you guys first started your channel, and I've I've been following a lot of the 49er content creators on YouTube for the past few years, you know, since it started blowing up. And ever since you guys created your channel, I've started watching you guys. So I've been following you for about a year and a half or so. Respect. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Much respect. Well, what's on your mind tonight? What do you want to, what do you want to get off your chest? Well, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is I noticed the trend with the 49ers is whenever they either win or keep the turnover battle even, they win the game. And whenever they've had two or less turnovers, they've won the game. They've only won one game where they've had two turnovers. So if you look wait, wait, at it, game, the 40 – What game was that? That was uh, – That was Arizona. Okay. last Arizona okay. game. They've had two turnovers and one. So if they keep it less than two turnovers or they win the turnover battle or keep it even – they win the game. So the only the only people may, the 49ers have to worry about. I may throw that to Brock Purdy tomorrow and just and ask and just as a reinforcement of take care of the freaking football. You take yes. care of the freaking football, Brock, and you got a great chance to win the ring. That's right. That's the only way they've lost the game. They've hurt themselves. The 49ers beat the 49ers. You know, the other teams may create the turn turnovers, especially against Baltimore, but you know, if they keep the turnover battle even, they win the game. It's a great point. Yeah. I'm glad you made it. I'm I'm going to jot that one down. I if he if he talks at the podium tomorrow, I'm going to throw that his way. I'm be like, do you realize that if you take care of the football, your odds of winning the Super Bowl go way way up. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that one. I mean, and that was that was my whole takeaway from the Ravens game because I saw a bunch of people trying to galaxy brain you know, their way into some overarching story why the Niners lost the game to the, to the Ravens. The, the Niners lost that game to the Ravens because they had five they had five interceptions and they had zero takeaways. Right, right. They were that, minus that was the bottom line. Turnovers. Yeah, yeah, that's the bottom line. And they had 100 yards of penalties. Right. Right. Yeah. Penalties and turnovers is the way they, they lose. That's the only yeah. way they lose. So it really speaks to what kind of powerhouse football team they've created here. Yeah, and are you, I, I'm are you so a, proud are of you a big are you a big Niner fan, uh, Big Vern? Or are you 
because uh, you're oh, in yeah. Corpus Christi. Oh, yeah. That's cowboy. That's cowboy country. You're in Alaska. <laughs> Corpus Christi's right on the coast, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, right on the Gulf Coast, yeah. Oh, well, wow. I originally grew up in northern Nevada, and in Nevada, I lived in Carson City, which is about 30 minutes away from California. So yeah. my dad was born in San Francisco. Both my grandpas were 49er fans. So I was born in 1984, born in the 80s. So, you know, right there close to California, I was always a 49er fan the whole time I was growing up and always have been never, never deviated. So that's I've cool. been with that's them. Cool. I like that. You, you're, that's how most of us get our fandom. Why do you think Kev's a Niner fan? Cause I'm a Niner fan. Why am I a Niner All fan? Right. Cause my late father was a was a Niner fan and had season tickets. Let me ask you this. If you had to spend a month in one spot, would you rather be in Corpus Christi or Anchorage? Uh, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. <laughs> yeah, the winter's, winter's too long in Anchorage. In the summertime, I'd spend it in Anchorage. In the wintertime, I'd spend it in Corpus Christi. <laughs> Do you go to Anchorage in the summer too? Yeah, I I go all year long, every three weeks. What, what's it like in what's Anchorage like in let's say July? Oh, it's beautiful. Alaska really? is some of the most beautiful country you can find in the summertime. It's so beautiful up here. Everything <laughs> seems untouched. What's the temperature in the in July and August up there? Uh probably like 60s, 70s. Okay, so it's reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so not bad. So yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Well, that sounds awesome, man. Thanks for jumping in. You got a final thought before we jump to Gammon? No, I just love listening to you guys. Uh, thanks for all the content you create. I love watching your shows, Kev and Krug. I love listening to all the content creators, but you're one of my favorites ever since you started. So keep it up. Hey, man, we appreciate you, Vern. Have a great night in uh, in Anchorage. And um, I appreciate you supporting the channel, man. Really do. Thanks, Big Call Vern. Call in anytime. All right, I will. Sounds good. Big Vern in Anchorage. Interesting, huh? Corpus Christi and then Anchorage. <laughs> I like how you're like, oh, 60 degrees? That's reasonable. <laughs> like that's that's the best it gets. Hey. Well, I mean, it's it's summertime. <laughs> I mean, I'll take yeah. 60 degrees in the summertime. I mean, 70 would be nice, 80 would be better, but yeah, I mean, I guess you're you're an, you're an SF uh sunset kid. That's so right. I'm a sunset kid. It's pretty chilly there in the sun in the summer. All right, is it time to find out if Gammon Brown is friend or foe? Gammon, how are you? <sighs> Doing good. I'm I'm feeling pretty friendly. How are you guys feeling? I don't know, man. I, I've heard I've seen some of your comments in some of the other chats, and I'm thinking either am I Gammon, missing something? What am I what am I missing here? Kevin, Gammon, you, you, Gammon, what other what other uh, content creators do you frequent? Like, do I do I talk to uh off off stream or who are you, who are you cheating on us with <laughs> oh god <laughs> well you know i am uh i i i i keep a a bed full of of uh of, of merry uh creators there but uh definitely yeah someone said a ponte i i would say that that's one um, I, you know what i don't even know a ponte i've never is is a ponte good i've i've read his stuff on Niner Web Zone, maybe or Niner Nation. Niner Nation. That, Niner Nation. That, that he writes cool. some really good stuff. I really enjoy what he writes, but I've never talked to him before. God, I, I think I think we should set that up. I think that would be. Uh, I think, I think so. Awesome. Where's he? Where's he coming from? Is he a NorCal guy or is he <laughs> around the country? That 
Are you messing with me? Because there's no way. No, he's not NorCal at all. You already know that. I feel like you, you're you asking me the questions you already know the answers to. No, I, I swear uh, to you, I've never yeah. seen a Ponte's. Hey, Kev, have you seen a Ponte show? Uh, isn't he on Gold Standard? Yes, he's on the, the, the Gold Standard uh, uh, network there. With, um, with uh, Rob Stats. Yeah. Okay, but they don't do the show together. No. Or do they? No, uh, they not, not, not really. No. Okay. Okay. No. So stats is in Connecticut. I like stats. I know stats thinks that, you know, we're battling, but no, I like stats. I think stats is kind of fun. I like his vibe. I like his fire. Uh, is a Ponte fiery or is he more cash? Oh, he's, he's, he's a spicy chili pepper for he's sure. Spicy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, you know, he, he's going to have that, that New York, kind of east coast vibe for sure okay i like that i like yeah, yeah. i like that east coast vibe yeah kind of similar to, to grant's dad his you know his pops you know so, yeah. so got that same kind of uh you know they they, they he gets he gets a little messy with it dirty so you, you frequent with a ponte who who else though i've seen you in chats with <laughs> that are that are uh not a ponte because i i've never been on with a ponte but i've seen you another but was it is it me vish and jesse or coach yeah. and me, yeah, or... and, then, and then uh, then uh, coach Eric Crocker, yeah, for sure. Croc, okay, okay, and then and then my my favorite part though, too, is uh, got a little bit of I I, I kick it a little bit with Wayne Breezy. Uh, that, that's my that's my man. I gotta get back with Breezy, man. Breezy and I were going Wednesdays, but then the Niners have their media on Wednesdays at two o'clock, and I know he's in the east. I love Breezy, Breezy's awesome, absolutely. I, I so I saw I saw that you. You did something with Guy, and I thought Guy that was cool. yeah. yeah, and and hey. I thought it was I thought it was such a cool, relaxed environment where you guys kind of just sat down. It actually kind of felt like a like an actual podcast. I know that's kind of like weird to say, but, but you guys sat down, and I thought he asked you some really kind of awesome questions, and then you answered it, and it, it just seemed so stripped of everything else. And I, I actually absolutely loved it it was one of my today like earlier today yeah 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 kev hooked us kev uh, dialed us up technically we were there we were there in the niner kind of uh on that whatever level right there on the main level of the niners and then the lights went out on us did you see the lights going out on us in the last yeah it got dark in there yeah i i I, I got a little dark I call it the the 49ers uh, Ravens Super Bowl right there is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And when the lights came back on, the momentum had shifted. Absolutely. Uh, okay, Gammon. So so when I say friend or foe, you say, no, no, come on, friend. Friend at all times. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, you know, I'm I'm waiting earnestly for for uh for for Kevin when he when he starts his his big adventure there and then he's he's off and running things. Um, I, I think you've raised a, a a fine young man, but Kevin, you know, I, I came on here and I've supported you and I've had your back. I sense a big old butt. I, I, I sense a Tina's got a big old butt coming here. You're asking and, and, you're asking him if he's friend or foe to you. It's oh, he's no, coming no, no. at me. Oh no 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 no! no. It's, it's it's if it's if you get into his bed not being made, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna lose my s. No, let's no, hear no. it. Let's but, hear it. Let's hear it. All right, go but, ahead. But, but, but Kev, you, you've always you've always supported us, the fans, right? Sometimes your dad's not the fastest on the super chats, but you are you are Johnny on the spot when it comes <laughs> to that stuff. Without looking at your phone, not looking left or right at your dad. Okay, hands up. Thank you. How tall is your dad? Uh six one with shoes. Okay, six, six two. My driver's <laughs> license is six two. I'm six two with shoes. Six one without shoes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, that's 
that's all I wanted to clarify because you know it, it seemed like everybody was was six foot two who was who who is covering the, the the 49ers. But Kevin, I do appreciate your solid mode <laughs> of honesty. You have no idea how far that goes uh with me. It's it is amazing though when I when I do meet people, I get the you're much taller than I thought. I don't know why. Do I look five seven on this thing? You know who's a lot taller than they than they look is David Lombardi. Kev met Lombardi the other day, and Lombardi's like six six or six five. <laughs> nah, he, I don't know. If he's and he tall. was like, "Well, he's but he's a good six four, six five. He's tall. Right? He's a tall guy. He's a tall man. He 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 seems like it. But um, honestly, I I just came on here to uh to say I I really liked um I really liked what what you did with with Kai there. We're gonna um, guess what? We're gonna be streaming every Wednesday. 8 a.m. Uh, really? Yeah, every Wednesday going forward now at 8 a.m., Guy and I are going to be streaming every Wednesday morning. So look for that. That's kind of a the new announcement of the day on the channel is Guy Haberman and uh, the Krug Show. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a co-stream, half on his, half on my channel. Or, you know, bo- both channels, I should say. Every Wednesday at 8 a.m. I love the I love the I love the chat right now. Somebody's saying I can't believe Larry is six uh, two. Rob D, what'd you say? You said. Larry is 5'8 at the most. Come on. <laughs> my dad was 6'3. My brother's 6'5. I'm 6'2. 5'8. Oh man, look at that. They're 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 talking about getting the getting the right. that ain't right. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should get a ruler. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but that that was really it. Uh, I had I I've had some stuff and I and I've been on uh hitting the circuits a little bit today. Um, I'm a little burnt out, but I, I just, I saw you guys that you're on, um, and just wanted to give you guys your, your, your props. Kev, Thank you, man. how, how soon until, till you have your own channel up and going? I don't know. This channel is a lot of work. Uh, we'll see. I don't know what the future holds for me, but I, what I do know is that I'm definitely going to be working with, with my dad for a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think that's Kev's- uh, Kev's the most valuable guy in the content creator biz right now. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, he's like he's a kingmaker. He could, you know, he could. Uh, he, 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 you know, I, if I wanted to sell Kev, I could sell him for a ton right now. <laughs> valuable going out. rate. Look at this, Mark Graves in the chat. Larry's five eight for carrying the best forty nine er content. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. I think uh, so- Vic Ferrari five eleven and three quarters. No five eleven. Get out of here. Six, six, two, six, two, six, two. There you go. I, but Gammon, go ahead. Oh, wait a second. Wait, wait, was, this one says from Rommel Ramos, Gammon just had a big shindig about content creator height on Jesse's show. Yeah, it's true. It, it's it's the most fascinating thing. I found that a lot of people who, who are content creators who cover the NFL, right? Right. They all happen. It's just amazing to be that they're all six foot two. And they all have a lush beard. Like I, it just it blows <laughs> my mind. You know, just all of them happen to. So Jesse, so, Jesse, I would say is probably about my height. He maybe is an inch taller. Maybe, maybe he's like, maybe he's six two too. What did he say? Yeah, he he says he says he's six two. Like you say, you're six two. But the comments are saying you're five foot eight. <laughs> I know. I know. For right, I, right. on Twitter, they're trying to say. Jesse How tall is Grant? How tall Grant's, is Grant? I would say Grant's about six foot. I would say he's about an inch shorter than me. How, how about a Ponte? Can you give us a scouting report on a Ponte? Uh, a, a Ponte is definitely like six. What's Grant's 40? No, 
Grant's <laughs> runs a four nine seven, but his ten yard splits ridiculous. It's like he's got like a one six six. It's per ten ass. yard split. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, Kyle Posey, are you a fan of Kyle Posey? I I I am. Um, Just saw I, him. I would say he's about. He's also about six one six two. Yeah, I, I gave him a, I gave him a little bit of root, uh, ribbing because I know it wasn't easy for him to follow in uh, David Fuccello's, uh footsteps. Uh, th- th- this fan base can be a little little unrelenting, but I, I feel like he did. He's really stepped in and kind of did a did a good job. Uh, coach, someone, co- you know what, coach is? Coach told me the other day. I said, Coach, what are your dimensions? He's got to be at least like what six three. Coach is like offensive six four. Coach is like six four, six five, like yeah. two eighty five. I, I, I mean, he was he, he he was a college offensive lineman, so it's yeah, it, it makes about it makes about sense. But yeah, I Vish mean, he, Vish is six seven. No, no, hell he's not. no, he's no, not. no, no, I just joking. can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I, if I were to take a guess, if I were to take a guess on on uh on Vish, I would say, I'd say five foot ten, five foot nine. I'll go under. I'll go really? under. I've yeah. never met Vish, but I'll go under. Vish is back, by the way, from his travels. And tomorrow night, the big show returns with Vish, Jesse, and I on this channel. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I've missed Vish. We've, we haven't talked to Vish in about a month, I think. Yeah, been a while. Uh, you know, you, you know how things go whenever you go cold with some of the other uh, content creators, all of a sudden weird rumors start swirling. Um, I haven't seen anything like, like too crazy, but you know, people are wondering, you know, why uh, Vish hasn't been on here for, for a while. Um, He's been traveling. I think Vish has been in India maybe. Yeah. Someone said uh, you ran uh, Vish away. Um, (laughs) There was no truth to that. We did get a Vish and I got a little hot, a little hot one night. uh, Yeah. over the Ayuk thing, and there was no tight. there was no reason for that. I blame myself for that. I, I I saw I saw nothing wrong with that, but gosh, I wasn't expecting this uh, fork in the road. But here we are. All right. So when we look at Brandon Ayuk, okay. and then he got the snub for the Pro Bowl, and then you look at um, you look at what Debo Samuel has really done since you know week eleven, week twelve. With the amount of touchdowns, everything else that he's produced, what's your honest, genuine kind of feeling? Do, do, do you feel where, where do you kind of rate Brandon Ayuk as far as in the NFL totality, as, as far as being a wide receiver? Because that was the big, that was a big mm-hmm. sticking topic, right? Like because because people, you know, everyone was saying like, because uh, your big sticky point was you didn't feel like he had produced the amount of. No, I just, I, my, my point was just my point, which was I went to camp and was at training camp all summer. And if you had asked me at any point this summer, I, I said it all summer. I, is going off. He is going off. We got to week eight and he only had two touchdowns. Right. And I, and he had had, what did he have last year, Kev? Eight. Nine, something like yes, that. Yes, seven right now. Uh, I think it's yeah. thirteen. Or let me check it out. No, I think it was. I think it was lower. I think it was lower last year. I think he had eight last year, and I just thought he would have had maybe fifteen touchdowns this year. And when he got to week eight and he only had two, I said I'm a little disappointed in his touchdown production. He had eight last year. 
Yeah, Nate last year. I thought he would have doubled it up. I would have thought for sure he was going to have, you know, 12 to 16 touchdowns. So I expected that he would have at the halfway part point, um, you know, six, seven, eight touchdowns at least. He had two. And so that was the entirety of my point. And then it got back to, then we started working back from that into, well, what play should he have scored on? And I was like, wait a second. No, no, no. Now we're getting into something totally different. And then it was like, well, look at his, look at his receptions. And I, I wasn't trying to say that he was having a bad year. I was just saying that he, I was shocked that he only had two touchdowns. I mean, let's be honest. He was on pace for four touchdowns. And this guy in camp looked awesome. So oh, I, I just thought he was going to have, I thought there was a chance. I thought there was an outside chance he would take on the Jerry Rice 23 touchdown, you know, um, incredible season that Jerry had. I thought there was a chance he was that good this summer. So that's all. And then he wound up with two halfway through. And then since that point, and I asked Brock about it, and all of a sudden Brock started, seemed like the Niners started feeding him in the red zone in the last month or so. But um, as far as where he's, where does he sit in the league? Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, who's the best receiver going? I think it's Jamar Chase. Who's the second best receiver going? I'd probably say Justin Jefferson. Who's the third best receiver going? Well, based on the year he's having, I'd probably say CeeDee Lamb. Where's no, Tyreek? Yeah, I was going to say, what about Tyreek? Oh, Tyreek. Yeah, Tyreek. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a loaded spot. Really Tyreek, CD, um, Jefferson. Uh, Chase, I mean, they're that's like the top tier right there, and I would say that that Ayuk's in that next tier, right beneath those guys. Sure, uh, but in some ways he's better than those guys because he blocks with anger, and he blocks like he just wants to bury people. And I think he's just he, there's something really special about Brandon Ayuk as a blocker. So um, I don't know. I, I would say he's a. I would say he's not quite in that top tier because that top tier is super special. Sure. But I would put him in that next tier, um, and and yet I still consider him a number one receiver. Um, I would say almost all those guys in the top two tiers would be in what I call true number one wideouts. Sure. I wanted to, um, and the thing is, you know, what was interesting was I think uh, what was the comparisons that BA was kind of drawing? It, it was like Tory Holt. I believe, or, or, or was it Isaac Bruce? As far as to other receivers? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was something like that. Like, to me, he's um, Isaac I, I Bruce. Like, Isaac Bruce is a good call. I like that one. I felt he's, more Heinz Ward, but I don't know how. Yeah, he's bigger and rangier. I'll, I'll say this about uh, IU. Their tenacity or, or their viciousness as far as like off the line, I felt. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that Ayuk's is more special athlete than Heinz Ward. Um. I love Tynes Ward though, and he was a great blocker and a great player. I, I think Ayuk's interesting in that he's six foot one, but he plays six four. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and if I could, I I don't want to, you know, you know, I, I always kind of do a little bit of drama, but this is one I I don't feel like his drama's for free. But I I do feel like this is a good honest question that Jason Alvarez asked. He said, uh. Uh, Gammon, you know, why do you like the Rams? Uh, Gammon is a Rams fan. Uh, he's Romilia's best friend, Trader. So I, I did kind of want to go into a little bit of kind of like my background on this, right? So um, are you a Rams fan? Well, what I am, what I am is I'm a, I'm a, I'm a football fan, first and foremost. Uh, 
diehard Niners fan. When when Steve Young was talking about uh, Brock Purdy shouldn't rest, he should play, or he doesn't. Right. I didn't say like that's putting words in his mouth, but he feels like he should just play. He's just and, yeah, he's concerned about rust. But but in this exact same system, I remember you know I was pretty young, but I just remember when I saw I think it was like Steve Young against the Cardinals. And he got laid out and he was crawling to the sideline. And I just remember tears in my eyes just watching, you know. Talking about 99 and Neas yeah, Williams. Oh, yeah, that was. Lawrence that was Phillips. Horrible block. To horrible to watch your, your hero go down like that. And then and then, and then then earlier, right, the, you, you saw what happened to uh, Joe Montana's back. I mean, this system is not very nice to, to a quarterback's body, um, which you kind of have to turn your back to. Um for me, my biggest thing is I try to make sure that uh, content creators, right? So any any of them, they want to go ahead and they want to have somebody to kind of do a crossover with. I kind of have those builded, built kind of relationships or bridges built. So that way, then it kind of facilitates that need um, a little bit easier. But I'm really proud of some of the things I have. Uh, you know, Jake, Jake Ellibogan, you know, I'm the only, I think I am the only Niners fan that happens to be a moderator um, on his channel. But I, I do it out of necessity for the fact that I want to make sure that whenever these Niners content creators, they, they build something or they're giving a product, asking questions, those resources that they have available, right? And, and some of those connections, those plugins that they need or want um, to go ahead and then just give our fan base, the faithful, something great, something monumental. That they have th that they have an actu actuation or a piece that they can go ahead accessible and get those guys on their show uh, as somebody of equal talent to where they're at and, and, and especially for their platform. So you have leveled platforms and, and where they're able to kind of communicate. TZ says, are you a Rams fan? I'm a football fan. He says, what? And then we've got Niner, Niner Bang says, not denying to be a Rams fan. So you are you what would you, are you part Niner fan part Rams fan or I am, you... uh, if I were, if I were to spit it all out right uh so grew up in the Bay okay younger and then and then moved down to Sacramento so I'm a San Francisco Giants fan holy whole part I feel sorry for you but yes we're all together there was there listen it gets dark then I I'm also too I'm a 49ers fan and I'm okay. a Sacramento Kings fan there was a okay, year you're like my brother my you're you're basically my brother my brother is a Kings Niners Giants fan. So so it would be it be I no to a fan of any other fan base. Yes to uh Kings, 49ers, Giants. And I just remember in high school, I just remember there was a year where the 49ers, the Sacramento Kings, and the San Francisco Giants all finished in the bottom three of their leagues. I mean, it was it was rough. Like all but 2002. The Kings made the Western Conference Finals. The Giants went to the World Series. Yeah, right? there, there's been there's been, been some, some good, good ones. There's been some good ebb and flow, but it's not. When was the last time, Gammon, you said to anybody, "Light the beam"? Oh gosh, all the time. I try to get on. Uh, <laughs> I, I try to get Ryan Hensley to to, to say it a couple times. Uh, I don't know who that show. is. <laughs> Peter Lee says, "Turn off the beam." <laughs> Mark Graves says, F the beam. Oh, All right, yeah. Gammon, you got a final thought before we go to Franco. Franco's Franco's a rough guy, man. Franco's been in the drug tank. Franco's 
as they said, Franco's lived a little. Franco's lived a little. It's uh yeah, I mean, um, I would say I would say the only thing that I, I would have to say is um keep an open open mind. Never, never uh close a door. I mean, I'm in the I'm in the army right now, and and never did I think I would get a chance to uh to talk to some of you guys, right? Uh the content creators, some some of you guys, uh big movers, so that it was absolutely fascinating to kind of be a part of your world. Um yeah, I mean nothing, nothing but I, I respect everything that you guys do because when you when you whatever you guys say, right, Larry, for, for you, if you say something, because you caught a whole hell of a lot of heat for for your Brock Purdy talk, I think before the season started. I really did. You, you, All you, I said was um I, I know John Lynch, and based on what I heard John Lynch say at the combine, I think he's recommitting to Brock and gonna trade Trey Lance. And who knew that that was going to blow up into hours and hours and hours of all kinds of debate. But um, all yeah, I would I mean, say, I mean, all I would say is the, my only advantage on, on other people, and I don't really feel like I have any advantages really, but all I would say my advantage on any of these guys is I know John Lynch, you know what I mean? So it's like when I hear what he says, it's not just a, me listening to somebody. I know him. I've talked to him. I kind of know, you know, I've had conversations with him. So it's like, I kind of, I, when I heard him say that to me, it was clear as it gets that they were committing to Brock and moving on from Trey. And so I said it and I had no idea that there was going to be such backlash. Um, it fueled a lot of our channels throughout the winter, throughout the off season, throughout, there's no doubt the spring was jamming. We Kev, we had amazing growth on this channel in the off season. A lot of it was due to the Niners and Trey and and um, and Brock and Lynch's statements and their, you know, kind of the way they played things kind of coy as far as do they want him? Did they not want him? Were they going to trade him? Were they not? It was juicy. Um, it was juicy. It was juicy. But um, but yeah, hopefully this offseason will be equally as yep. juicy. And so I'd say I say you say that 85 percent of the uh, content creators went left where, where you kind of zigged the other zagged. So I, I heavily respected you um, for that. Again, I came on the show, and then I apologize as well. Um, and then well, now, and then why I'll, are you apologizing? Well, so I, I knew that I knew that Brock Purdy would be um, would be the starter. I think that much was clear. I just didn't think that um, Trey Lance would not be on the team. And so for that, I came on and I kind of apologized on that. And oh, yeah, Larry, I got you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Larry's definitely, definitely a cool dude. And then the other thing too is, you know, you you said your piece kind of about Brandon Ayuk, right? And right. I, I don't think that was a popular take either because there was a lot of people kind of clipped what you said, and that he's not on the Pro Bowl. So, and I, and that's not not from you saying any disrespectful thing, right? But that was like you're saying he like, should be a Pro Bowler. He should he should be, but his production, like what you're saying, two touchdowns at that week's end, right? Like the the production wasn't there. When you look around, and you even said it's a pretty clustered map of the other receivers that are there. Um, I definitely want Brandon Ayuk in the Pro Bowl. I think Tabor Pepper should be in the Pro Bowl. But again, it, it comes down to it's a pretty clustered field, especially for the wide receiver um, group. So I, I just like sometimes coming on and then giving some guys uh, their props and their just due, especially when they've taken a horrid and torrent amount of vitriol and 
lack of better term, shit. Uh, and, and you, 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 you. I can take running. it. I can yeah. take it. Yeah. And so, and so nothing but, but, you know, salute and, uh, you know, thank you for doing what you're doing and just, just keeping it, keeping it a buck. Hey man, we're going to keep rolling. We appreciate you. Gammon, have a great night, man. You too. Thanks, Gammon. Thank you. There you go. Gammon Brown. Um, that was turning into the Gammon Brown extravaganza. <laughs> Polk high, four touchdowns says Gammon, 15 minute call in. Yeah, we got to get a little better on how we got we to get a little we got to we got to get a buzzer, a timer. I don't know if I want to upset Franco, though, because Franco's a rough. You just got to be a little bit more cognizant of, of the time that's passing. I think there, there you go. Is it time for Franco? Last it is that time. What's up, Franco? Krug dog. Kev Shiesty. How y'all doing, man? What's up? Franco? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man. I uh, had a wonderful time with the fam on New Year's. Nice. And, Where'd you uh, go? Just chilling with the family at the house. Uh, my uh, my younger cousin, he makes pizza. So he's got his little pizza oven and a lot of drinking. A lot go. of drinking. What was the pizza. drink of choice? Are we going red well, wine? Are we going uh, hard no. alcohol? Uh, beer? Uh, um, Krug. I'm, I'm under 35, so I haven't started drinking too much wine yet. That's more of a... Uh, <laughs> well, you don't want the wine you know, hangover either. And Kev yeah, Shiesty. Yeah, doesn't like yeah. the wine hangover either. <laughs> yeah, no, we we're not there yet with the wine. I, I do I, I do enjoy a little bit of glass of wine every now and then, but uh, not on New Year's. New Year's we had to go big, right? We're we're talking shots. We're tequila? talking nose vodka. I, I am more of a fan of tequila, but they just had some some vodka. So you like right, tequila? Tequila just doesn't like you. Indeed, indeed, you, you go. got that. You got that right, sir. Once so, you uh, yeah. once you yak on a certain uh, uh, alcohol, it's hard to go back. Like you know, yeah. I, I had I had some bad nights with tequila in college, and yeah. even just the smell of it, it like brings me back. I'm like, whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah that's me with the Jack, the Jack Daniels gets me every now and then, but I, I still love it. I still love that Jack Daniels. Can't you, go wrong you know, with some whiskey. I, I, I've I know Jack Daniels so well. I call him John. There you go. <laughs> I like that. I'm starting like using that. that one. Start using it. <laughs> we get some John Daniels. No, it's Jack Daniels. No, if you know him the way I know him, you call him John. Call him um, John. There you go. So, so happy New Year! Uh, you're here. Yep. You're you're feeling good about the Niners as they get the bye oh, yeah. going into the playoffs. Yep, yep, yep. You know, same old, same old, man. I think the Niners are going to again get the win right here. I think it's an easy one. You know, you got. Rams arresting all these guys for whatever reason, you know, I guess they got to, I don't know why they're arresting all those dudes, but I get arresting uh, Stafford, but all those other guys, I think you want to kind of keep them. I, I kind of go by that. At least you want to keep these guys in the game motion. Live games is different than practice. So I would say that you want to keep those guys in, but we'll see what the Niners do, man. I know Brock's probably not going to play. I'm kind of, I'm kind of siding with Steve Young. I think Brock should at least do one series. One series, hear, maybe just I mean, the if, first everyone, half. if anyone knows, if anyone knows, it's Steve, right? Steve Clay. Right, right, right. But everybody's different. Everybody's I mean, no one would ever forgive that's Kyle also true. If he got hurt. Yeah. You can get hurt on the first play of the game. It's football, yeah, man. For sure. Look look at Aaron Rodgers. It happens. Yeah. Um, I I'm I'm okay with them sitting out, Brock. I really am. Um, but yeah. but I want but I like what I heard today from Shanahan, which is that Brock's gonna get the lion's share, or not the lion's share. He's going to get a 50-50 rep split this week. So he's not going to get, he's not going to, you know, he, he's also a driven young guy. 
You know, he's really badly wants it. He's he's got a lot of drive. Uh, it's a long year. I I respect the hell out of Steve Young. And if Steve Young says he thinks it it would help, then I would probably lean with him. But I'm okay with their approach because I'm to me it's like if that kid goes down, the Niners right. chances of winning the Super Bowl go out the door. Yeah, I They're think Sammy winning. Dimes. They are not winning this Super Bowl with Sam Darnold. And I love Sam yeah. Darnold. Good guy. I've talked to him a couple times. Hopefully we'll yeah. talk to him tomorrow. But I just don't buy it. I just don't buy the nine. The Niners need Brock to not just play. They need him to play and play at his highest level. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, otherwise, they have no shot. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, man. You know, I think I think I do also believe, though, that getting uh, some good reps for Sammy Dimes, I think it would be a good idea, too, just to kind of get him fresh because you never know what happens in the playoffs. I mean, look at what happened with Mahomes. They, he went down in, what was it, the divisional round? And then Chad Henney came in and let him down for a drive. So you never know, man. I You know, at least, I'm not saying he's going to get knocked out for multiple games. You never know what's going to happen. But if he does get knocked out for a quarter or two, we're going to need, you know, Sammy Dimes to dish that thing out. And, you know what I'm saying, do, do what he's got to do to win the game. I believe Troc Talks has been calling Sam Darnold Sammy Dimes. Yeah, yeah. That, that name's <laughs> been going around a little bit, Sammy Dimes. Because Danny, yeah, that, Danny, Danny Dimes. Because Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes with yeah. Daniel Jones. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> if you suck, you can't have a nickname. Come on. Yeah, we got to get a new one. Oh, no, you can, you can have That's a nickname. A it's, it's even better now, actually, because he sucks. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Ca- what's Case Keenum's nickname? You know I mean? It's like, you Ooh. know, what, I mean, come on. Uh, who, who? I mean, if I said to you the best quarterback in the NFL right now, you say... Patrick Mahomes. Man, best... Patrick Mahomes, right? Nah, I'll probably uh, no? he has a nickname. Right now, we're talking about right now. Yeah, right now, right now. If you said, if I said best quarterback in the NFL, you say who? Um. Okay. Well, hold up. I would say Lamar Jackson, but not in the playoffs. Yeah, he's only got one playoff win in four tries. I would I've say seen Mahomes. Him I would say Mahomes. But if we said uh, Mahomes in the playoffs, qu- worst quarterback, worst in the starting NFL. quarterback, worst, worst starting? quarterback in the NFL. Best starting quarterback in the NFL is Mahomes. Let me tell you son, Tommy DeVito. Tommy. Come on. His Tommy. Agent. Yeah, Tommy Cutlets. Come on. Forget about it. Him and his agent are down to the trash can, man. I mean. Kev, who's the dirt. worst quarterback in the NFL? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it depends. Like, if you're saying right now who's starting. Uh, who's Aiden the worst o- starting quarterback maybe, in the maybe, NFL? Maybe Aiden O'Connell or who's starting for the – who's the starting quarterback for the Chargers? Herb. Uh, well, they had Easton, no. Easton Stick, Easton Stick, Stick. Easton yeah, but Stick. he's not a starter; he's the backup. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're talking about opening day starters. I'm just worst starting quarterback in the NFL. If you're, you know, there's, I mean, yeah, worst starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, just, I mean, obviously not who's starting right now, but you know, of, of those mm. of the teams in the league, who's the worst? Who's oh, the okay. worst starter? I mean, maybe, maybe you can make an argument for Jimmy G, maybe Ritter, or, uh, Desmond Ritter. Ritter's I mean, guy. man, Jimmy Jimmy didn't make enough games, start enough games, man. Jimmy was terrible from the jump, and I saw it coming. I mean, he Mac he's Jones, uh, maybe Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Mac, I would say Mac Jones. Mike Jones. Yeah, no, def, definitely Mac Jones, bro. I mean, who made a Pro Bowl? That's an easy call. That was a that was a Pro Bowl. I mean, come on, it was some. Uh, I don't know about that one. Man, that seems like a long time ago that he was. Yeah, a little too long. 
Jason yes, Alvarez so. says, Larry, what's your problem with Rob Stats? I have no problem with Rob Stats. I like Rob Stats. I've had him on the show, and we'll have him on the show again. I like him. I like his content. I think he's kind of funny. Um, no, no, yeah. no issue whatsoever. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah, no, but I, I do like what you, uh, like what Gammy was saying. I like what you guys are doing with the, what you're doing with Guy Haberman. That's a good show. And yeah, of course the chase, the chase, that's uh, a good show, man. I think you guys, both you guys, uh, have a lot of knowledge on, on the sport in general and especially the Niners. Um, I like and, Guy and Haberman. Then, he's really, um, you know, he's, he's reasonable. Um, mm. he, you know, he, he, he definitely, he's a play by play guy. So he kind of has a little bit yeah. different perspective than some of us. Right. right he's a little right. different. He watches a lot of college ball. Yeah. Um, I like, I like Haberman and Middlecoff and what they do on their, on their yeah. podcast and their channel. So I'm, yeah. I'm fired yeah, they got up a good show. To, yeah. They got a good show and I fired up to have guy on. He's, he, he, you know, He's a good guy to talk to. Um, I've known him for years, and we just said, "Hey, why not? Why not? Let's do." We figured out our schedule today, and we said, "Hey, how about Wednesday, Wednesday morning at like eight a.m. or nine a.m.?" So we're going to go Wednesday mornings. I'm looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, and of course the Friday stream with the Chase Senior. That's always a good one too. I like Chase Senior. You know, it's like I wasn't sure what yeah. to expect about Chase Senior because you know he's yeah. covering the thing. He's national. He also covers the Eagles. He's kind of right. an Eagles fan. But you know what I like about Chase Senior? He's always prepared, man. He's right, always prepared. Right. I mean, he has a lot of he has a lot of good a lot of good uh, information. Um, and I thought, as a out of town guy, that maybe he wouldn't be as dialed in quite on the Niners mm-hmm. as as maybe some of the local guys. But he is. Right. He's totally dialed in, and I I enjoy our conversations. Um, and that's Fridays at ten forty five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one, man. Those are probably my two favorite. Of course, the one with Coach. Coach will crack me up every once in a while. I still can't believe like, Coach, Coach on Saturdays bro. is good. Coach, Coach, I still can't believe he took Ryan Tannehill over <laughs> Brock Hurt. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, 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 I honestly sometimes Coach look smart, dude. Sometimes I think he's just trolling. Sometimes he's gotta be trolling. Uh, no, you know what it is. I put, him on the, I put him on the spot that day, and he just rolled with a name. Um, yeah, but you know, coach is the best. Coach is the best. Yeah, me and, he's a cool. Me dude. and him have have gotten really close um, over the last uh, six months. I, I I I feel like you know we relate, and uh, you know he he's I, I love coach because he brings it, man. He he's got a great attitude. He brings lots of energy, and to me, that's what this whole thing's about, man. It's not what, 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 you know, come on. What am I right all the time? Of course not. I'm wrong right. all the time. Um, right. Is coach right all the time? No, of course not. You right. know, it's not about being right or wrong. It's just about bringing energy and having fun. And he brings yeah, energy course. and he has fun. So I, I, I dig that. I really do. It's all about entertainment. That's what the NFL is. Exactly. And at the end of the day, nobody died. We're talking about football, you know? Right. I mean, and right. it's amazing how things change over time. Uh, last year I had a live stream and we're debating, you know, Ryan, uh, um, Purdy versus Hertz. The other day I asked Grant, Hey, who, who's better Purdy or Hertz? He's like Purdy. You know, and it's like last year at yeah. this exact same time, <laughs> nobody would have said <laughs> yeah, that. They would have said, they would have said Hertz, but that's cause this is an, this is an evolving, moving topic. You know what I mean? And yeah. every week yeah. that goes on, somebody gets better. Somebody gets worse. We see more, we see less. Um, yeah. you know, there you go. I, I, and I just wouldn't think- say, 
uh, about uh, about Purdy, man, because you were definitely one of the early guys on Purdy, and um, I myself saw Purdy against uh, against the Vikings in his rookie year that preseason. That was the game where I noticed Purdy could really do something, and uh, but of course you saw it in training camp. I wasn't that near the training camp, so I didn't know. But once I seen him in the against the Vikings, I said, okay, hold up, this kid could do something for real. And then uh, ever since then, even when uh, Trey, of course, was going to start that season, everybody knew that. But once he went down and Jimmy went in and we lost that game against the Broncos, I was like, we got to get Purdy in there or something, man, because I think that kid could do something. And I was texting my dad after every game, after that Bronco game, like, we got to get Purdy in there, even just at the end of the game. We did against the Chiefs. He drove us down the field, but then he threw that sloppy pick. I said, all right, give him some time. And then once that Dolphins game hit, Oh my goodness, that was unbelievable, man. So yeah, I gotta you, give you that. I wish you could have seen me in the press box because I said to the guys <laughs> in the front row, I'm like, hey, the Niners suddenly got way better at quarterback. And For I sure. and, and people looked up at me like, What? Our our Lord and Savior Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the year, and you're yeah. celebrating this third string guy coming off the bench. I got some yeah. real dirty looks, like, what the hell are you on? Kind of a kind of a thing but i saw jimmy and i saw purdy and i knew he was better than purdy i knew he was better than jimmy yeah those uh, guys those guys that were doing that they don't know ball i mean what, well, when no, i seen it's, purdy it's just, that, it's just that they you know they thought of they thought of purdy backup jimmy right. starter and then when yeah. jimmy went down it was like oh wait a second you know jimmy yeah. you lost the starter and now the backup's better the backup's the backup for right, a reason right. i kept hearing it's right. like no you know, Jimmy, Jimmy had happy feet. Purdy is pretty oh, smarter than Jimmy. God. Jimmy Purdy was pretty, you know, Purdy sees the game better than Jimmy. Yeah. Um, and, Purdy and he's, sees more, the game better than he's most. more accurate. Yeah. Well, yeah. He sees the game. I, I, the thing about Jimmy that used to drive, that used to drive me crazy, man, was you knew when he was going to throw a pick. You yeah. knew once those feet started chopping, he starts you know, double taken, it, it, it was going to be a pick, you know, like it, that's when he was just like, oh, I can't take it no more. But when I seen Brock against the, the Dolphins, man, he threw that, that, uh, man, they threw a zero blitz at him. They were doing it almost the whole game once he came in and they threw that zero blitz and they had that linebacker coming off the edge. And then he threw that dime right over the middle to Kittle. I want to say it was on third down too. I was like, yeah, nah, this kid is something special, man. And then he ended up scoring that touchdown, uh, throwing it over to juice. I was like, nah, he's really special, man. Like, that's that's not easy to do. I, I've seen the Niners pick up so many seventh round picks at quarterback, and they never ever panned out. But there's something different about Purdy, man. I remember, I remember all the old quarterbacks they had, man. Freaking B.J. Daniels, that was a late pick that never panned out. <laughs> B.J. Daniels, man, that's going back. How about, how about Troy Smith? Remember Troy Smith? <laughs> Me and my dad were just talking about Troy Smith. Oh my god, that is so funny. Troy Smith, man. Yeah, he was good in college, but oh boy, those are some rough years being a Niner fan. Oh, Ooh. I know. I know. That's what makes this. That's what makes this current this current edition so enjoyable. Is that man? We've all been through some hell. We've all been yeah. through uh, some hell. Oh, for sure. For Franco, sure. we're going to jump, man, that. but we appreciate yep. you. We're an hour and 30 Most in. Definitely. Kev's got more more uh, uh, <laughs> homework coming up on the uh, – Kev, have we started school yet? When does school start again? I have I have not started school yet, so I don't have homework, but I obviously have work, work, which is this channel. Look at this. There you go. Get that work, work done. I'm working on it right <laughs> now, actually. <laughs> Franco, hey, be well, brother. Thing. Yes. Last thing. 
Krug, we need some more Mitch Wishnowski interviews. Those are the best. Do you? Those I, are I the can, best. I'll hook up with Mitch tomorrow. He's a pro bowler now. Dude. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll please, go up to him and say, man. excuse me. Uh, can I, do, now that you're a pro bowler, do, are you still doing interviews? Yeah. And then maybe I'll start <laughs> with that. And then he'll laugh. He's great. You know what I loved about Dude. Mitch last time I did an interview with him? He's like, yeah. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. When a pro football player looks you in the eye and says, I don't know anything about football. That's just, that's just awesome. That was gold, man. I'll I'll see if I can chase him down. Mitch is a good dude. Good dude. All right, Franco, you're a good dude as well, man. Have a great night. We appreciate you. We'll uh, stay, stay, uh, you know, stay, stay, stay free. Stay free. We will. We will. We will. We will. will. You guys have a good night. You too. There you go. Franco. Franco doing his thing. Um, Big Mo Easy jumps in with this one. Larry didn't have popular takes about Lance and Purdy, but in the end, Larry was right. Uh, I don't know about that. We'll see. We're not at the end. Uh, Bomber T says Purdy was awesome in the preseason. Janky says bring Lowell onto this show. Oh, I'd love to have Lowell on. I don't know if I think Lowell's, uh, he might be exclusive. No, I, in fact, I already asked, already reached out to Lowell. And asked him if he would come on. He said, "Absolutely, he'll come on." Oh, really? So I just got to, uh, I, I just got to reach out to Lowell. I'd like to get Lowell on because I do love Lowell. Uh, you, Lowell, and I used to battle a little bit too. But you know what? Um, I really like what he has to say. I love his streams with Grant. They're really, really good, and I respect the hell out of Lowell. So that would be that would be very cool. I'll work on that in the next week. Maybe that's what we got to do. We got to do a week where we where we do some 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 people, you know, some uh, streams with people we haven't done streams with. That would be kind of cool. Um, one other in here, Mitchell and Ness says, Larry, are you beefing with Jesse? I don't use Twitter, but been catching random comments. What's going on? Um, and then he said, she said, since someone said you and Jesse beefing, is that true or what? Kevin, you keep taking down the uh, comments. Oh uh, yeah, why is that? It's kind of annoying, actually. Because you it blocks the names, oh, and gotcha. the sponsor stuff. Um, nobody's beefing with anybody. At least if he's beefing with me, then I'll find out tomorrow night because we're streaming tomorrow night. But I'm not beefing with him. I think it's just, you know, Damon and I got into a got into a discussion the other day, um, and I know there's a little beef there uh, between those two guys. But um, no, I think everybody's cool. I think everybody's cool. I mean, if if not, we'll find out tomorrow night. Tune in for the big show tomorrow night. But I love Jesse. Jesse's a good man. He's a good dude. He does good content. I respect the hell out of him. Um, and you know, we I wouldn't let's just say this. Everybody I stream with, I like. So I would not stream with uh with Jesse if I didn't like him. I really like him. And uh he's helped me a lot grow the channel. Uh, he helped Kev find this, this, this Krug show light. Um, Jesse and I are tight. I like Jesse a lot. I think his stuff, I like what he says about the Niners. Now we, you know, here's the bottom line on all this stuff. If you talk about one topic all the time, like we do Niners, there's going to be disagreements. There's things that he has said that I don't agree with. There's things that I've said that he doesn't agree with. Um, I may have referenced some of the things that he has said without saying his name. Um, but 
it's never personal. I mean, I, it really isn't. I, I think Jesse put, produces great content, and I think his channel's awesome. Uh, and I would encourage everybody to uh, to uh, to absolutely support his channel um, because he does a really, really good job. And I think, you know, it's like we'll get into long debates about stuff, but you know what? At the end of the day, I love his reasoning. I think Jesse's reasoning is really, really solid. Uh, whether he agrees or doesn't agree, that's, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. But what I like about it is how he gets to his answer because he, he thinks it through. He reasons it through. Um, okay, let's one last super here from Matthew Waring. Wild take, but I could understand. Okay, okay. I think we got this. We read that one. We read that one. Okay, we got that. Um, Kev, you got a final thought before we uh, wrap this up? We're an hour and 36 minutes into our stream. We usually go an hour. We went overtime today. Uh, you got a final thought? I know you were down in San Diego uh, uh, partying, having going to a concert. How was the concert? It was very fun. It was, it was a two-day festival at Petco Park, so that was pretty fun. What did you uh, did you eat in the uh, at at the uh, the the what was it Oscar's famous uh, Mexican seafood place in the left field corner? No, but I did eat at La Puerta, which is oh yes, uh, in, the, in the gas lamp. Yes, which is a very famous Mexican restaurant. Dude, there. great spot. Is it was that what it's called, La Puerta? Yeah, which means the door in Spanish. So we, when Kev was little, I mean, how old? I don't know, but it was like, tw- I think it was the 2013 dunk contest. It was when Levine beat Gordon, right? Yeah, it was when Gordon. Yeah, I think it was, it was when Levine Gordon beat did, yeah. Gordon. And we and it was it's a bar. It's a bar, but it's a really good Mexican restaurant. A buddy of mine had recommended it. I brought the family down to the down to the gas lamp. I always want to call it the French Quarter, but obviously it's not New Orleans. It's San Diego. So we're in the gas lamp and um, there's like there's a hundred. There's got to be a hundred restaurants down there. And so the, the girl out front um, was like, I'm like, hey, somebody recommended uh, this is a great Mexican restaurant. And I've got, you know, little kids here, but we obviously don't want to go to the bar, but we do want to have dinner here. And they're like, no problem. We'll, we'll get you a table. And so we ate in this bar, basically, which was kind of dark with like orange lighting. Did it have uh, the orange lights or was it what did it look like this time? Yeah, no, it's pretty much exactly the same. It was good. But uh, yeah, good food. It was a good trip. It was a good, good trip. Food. It was a good trip. But now we're back here. And uh, the only thing I have to tease is that tomorrow is your big show. And so just look out for that. And then we'll be putting out content in the morning. You'll be making uh, I think we're going to make some content in the morning. And just a couple clips from the show. And that's it. It's false in the socials. Links in the description. That's pretty much it. Thanks to everybody who uh, was on the show today. Thanks to the callers. Thanks to the people in the chat. Uh, Thanks to the sponsors. New York style Italian sausage. Um, Pig and a pickle. The title sponsor of the Krug show. And of course, Marin Autoglass. MarinAutoglass.com. 415-883-883. 3030. Thanks to Mojo Fantasy and Underdog Fantasy for Kev. I'm Larry. Have a great night, everybody. Peace. We're out. Yeah, never met a man. I've been scared of. Careful. You won't get-